Oh, hello. Hello there. What is happening? We're here. We're by erasure. <laughs> We're erasing bisexuals. Get used to it. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service restaurant, what have you, podcast. Yeah. Front of house, back of house. And everything in between. Outhouse. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Storm cellar. Um, attic. <laughs> Any kind of part of a structure. Pantry. Yeah. We cover it. We cover it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord in heaven. Um, cool. How are you doing? What's happening? I'm good. How yeah, are you? I'm okay. It's a gorgeous day. It's beautiful. We're careening gently into fall. Yeah, you must be so happy. I'm very happy. I know it's like everyone jokes like, oh, basic bitch, they love fall, but it's also just like, what kind of monster doesn't like fall? I like fall. I just like summer better. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, it's just a thing. It's a. I think it's like a body temperature thing. Yeah. You know, I run hot. Yeah, I understand that. So, um, anyways, yes, I'm very excited. I said to my boyfriend, Ted, I said, do you think spooky season can start now? Mm-hmm. He said, I don't think so. It's not even October. I don't know. We had that Friday the 13th with the full See, moon. I know. That, that was spooky. the kickoff, in my opinion. Yeah. Off to the races. Yeah. Um... Do you have any service stories? Yes, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> okay. So on Saturday night, I was bartending and the host came up to me and said, um, there's a man at the door. And she was like, can you just talk to him for me? And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And it's like uh, lightning in the background. He's got a fan <laughs> of the opera mask. Kind on. of. Kind of. <laughs> She was just like, I can't really handle his energy right now. And, uh, and she was like, you go talk to him, which is very funny um, in and of itself, if you knew this host, um, and which Lillian does. And, <laughs> and I walk up to this guy, and he's like, hello, I'm looking for Jonah, who's one of the line cooks. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's like not in tonight, but uh, what's up? And he was like, hey, she's a friend of mine. And he's like, the thing is, I'm here, but I've been up for four days straight, you know? And my phone's died, but I need to go into the city. And I was hoping to see Jonah and maybe charge my phone. And I was like... Oh, my God. (laughs) I said, why don't you take a little seat? Holy shit. And poured him some water, brought him some bread and butter, put the phone on the, you know, charger. And he's like, oh, you're, you're an angel. You're an angel. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's okay. Yeah. And he was like, have you ever been here before? And I was like, because that line cook bartends at a bar in the city. And I was like, at, at Planet Rose? And he's like, no, here, like awake for four days. And I was like, honestly, no. I yeah. have never been there before and he was like oh i'm just feeling you know he's like it's been happening to me he's like i've lost 30 pounds in six months and i was like oh and he's like i'm not trying to i'm not meaning to holy shit! and i was like yeah maybe stop doing meth yeah and then we'll kind of two birds one stone on that one then he when he got his phone back showed me a picture of himself from six months ago and he said look at me full beard heavier and i was like yes i 
I see that in the photo that you're showing me. What? And then, to cap it all off, when he got his phone back, he's like, I'm a DJ. And he's like, I would love to invite you to, you know, repay the favor. I'd love to invite you to one of my sets. What? And so sitting in my requests is a DM from him that I still haven't looked at because I am terrified. Well, we're going to open that <laughs> very shortly because I must see the Instagram account of this man. So that was my Saturday night. Oh, my God. I know. It was very strange. But that sounds like a pretty entertaining kind of strange. Oh, it was very funny. It was like I was running around the whole ride giving the kitchen updates, giving the host updates. Like I was like, he just said he's a DJ. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, okay. That's the best. It I was- love it when there's a true freak it was so funny wow yeah you're like let me just give you kind of a list of contacts local uh rehabilitation centers a couple hospitals it was like oh and then i worked with the line cook last night and i was like jonah your friend came in and i described him and he was like i've met that guy one time oh my god so Fuck. Yeah. That's intense. Richard. <laughs> I hope Richard, okay. if you're listening. Richard, if you're listening. Have some chamomile tea. People love you. <laughs> we love you. Eat, uh, take some vitamins, um, and just kind of try to get back to square one. Yeah. Some vegetables. Yeah. Like maybe like some, some bone broth. Oh, bone broth. Some, yeah. Some bone broth and turnips. <laughs> That's what you need. <laughs> we should run a home for like wayward guests. FOH is home for wayward guests. It's just a line full of iPhone chargers, waters. <laughs> Side salads, no dressing. Side salads, no dressing. There's a sign on the wall that says, yes, all the wine is natural. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'll course it out, especially (laughs) to your taste. Oh, my Um, God. Wow. Well, that's a new side project. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Nonprofit. We'll be skimming the top off that in no time. That bad Larry. Yep. Um, very, that's incredible. That's really a crown jewel. Yeah. Wow. God bless. Um, excellent work. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. As Richard said, I am an angel. You are. He's not wrong. (laughs) In that moment, especially. Guardian. Um, fuck. (laughs) I have, my story, I don't really, I, I, I have such like, piddly little bullshit stories because I've been really cranky. Yeah. I feel like then you just get mad about the dumb shit and then you're like, wait, do I actually like this job like in any way, shape, or form? You did tell me that you almost cried. (gasps) That's right. (laughs) That's a good one. Of like of... Yeah, I'm definitely hormonal right now (laughs) because I... (laughs) Thank you for reminding me. We were in, it was a really busy night. It was like really, really, really busy. And it was kind of chaotic. We had a lot of big parties and I was in the kitchen and we have like a semi open kitchen. It's a little bit back from the dining room, but if you're waiting in line in the bathroom or you're sitting at a certain table, you can see right into the kitchen. 
And I just was like standing in the kitchen waiting. Like they call service when they want us to run food. They'll be like, service, please. And then we go there and we're like, yes, master. And we like stand there until he's like, you know, he'll be like, I'm going like duck, you know, 41 position two, pork, 43 position. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He hands you plates. You run off. You do the fun. But in for some fucking reason, listening to the kitchen talk to each other and him like rattle off yeah. that stuff, I got like really overcome with emotion. <laughs> And I started, like, tears started welling up. Yeah. Because I I think it's just, like, this is so fucking stupid, but I think when I see somebody who's, like, I can tell they're truly, like, in their element. Yeah. And they're, like, doing what they're, like, sort of meant to be doing. Yeah. It's, like, very powerful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And in the, the fucking... It's like in the moment, it's fucking pure. It's like just fucking doing it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's like very moving to me. I I agree with that. No, I agree. <laughs> I think also like we, we work in a level of restaurant. I don't know if this is your experience, but it's a level of restaurant that I think lots of especially young men will just decide to be line cooks because it's like a pretty easy job when you start... You have almost unlimited access to alcohol. There are lots of, like, hot women who work in the front of house, and you can fuck them. Yeah. Like, lots of men just stumble upon line cook as a job. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. But we work in a, we work in, like, kind of, like, just a few notches above, like, where you would go to just start a dumb line cook job, but not, like, fine dining. So it is kind of, like, you get to witness sometimes, like, moments of growth that feel really, like, profound. Totally. And um, sometimes that is moving. I know. And I hate to even feel moved by men because who fucking cares? Yeah, their journeys are who, unimportant. It doesn't matter, ultimately. It's... I mean, it's like I'm literally talking about a journey from, like, a 24-year-old who's, like... <laughs> I started doing line cook work because uh, my Coke guy said I could. Yeah. And to like a 28 year old guy who's like, my knife skills. Yeah. And like, that's the journey. I'm I know. Discussing. It's right. Yeah. It's really short. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a short and narrow kind of thing. But I know for some, for whatever reason, and then I immediately hated myself for feeling that. But, but it is, kind of, but honestly, like, it is cool, and I wonder, and it is, I do remember that sometimes, not to put myself on par with, like, a chef or whatever the fuck, but to, like, have someone be like, whoa, you're, like, I've had people be like, whoa, you just, like, made a thousand drinks. Yeah. Like, they're just like, holy shit, because you're on display. Yeah. And the kitchen's on display, which isn't really the case in a lot of a restaurants. Lot of restaurants yeah. So, anyways, it's cool, and the I love it when the guests get a little peek into the, you know, they. Yeah. I think they love it. They're like, oh, it's really... It's, Here, a it's all happening. It's, it's a thrill. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <sighs> Definitely going to have my period any second. second. Really? <laughs> She's bleeding out right now. Bleeding out. Uh, absolutely snapping at people for no fucking reason. You know, all the hits. Yeah. Gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are we talking about today? Okay. Lauren? Well, um, today we are talking about, I guess sort of the art of the scam the art of the grift art of the grift uh re-restaurants yeah so i feel like this was inspired by a couple of things first of all the movie hustlers of course just came out and new york magazine like re-released the article that inspired that 
that got me thinking about like why specifically like bars and restaurants and like these clubs are like they make people into marks inherently and then like to get scammed and like then we found this story in the new york times about this guy who stole these like dumb instagram cakes <laughs> and then the company was like we, he owes us a hundred thousand dollars for the cakes <clears throat> so stupid so stupid and it's it's like that there's like and an, they're already running a scam, a scam by making instagrammable meal crip meal crip which yeah. is i've never had eaten that but it sounds not good it sounds like fine it's like it's 20 crepes with pastry cream and like more pastry like cream kind of wet and yeah it doesn't texturally sound, doesn't sound good to me rubbery wet kind of yeah it doesn't sound good to me either yeah and the magazine the times magazine um did a piece on just the moment of the grift. Yeah. Did you read that? I didn't read it. Oh, it was good. It was cute. Yeah. It was cute. It was cute. It was cute. Recently? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, no, that was not part of my research materials. I actually did, because uh, I was, so the name of the company, the cake thing specifically, <laughs> is called Lady M. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just hate everything about it. I used to work right by one of those. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're like a chain, became an international chain. Yeah. Definitely one of those like matcha tea cake slices girl with a fucking, you know, manicure kind of Very things. much like hold it in front of like a brightly colored wall. Yeah. Throw it away immediately. Yeah, yeah. That Never kind of... touch your lips. They're like 90 bucks a cake. $90. Which I guess I even thought that they would be more than that because like you can fucking charge people like that however yeah. much you want. But 90 bucks is still too expensive for me to even pretend to get something like that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we were just talking about I feel like I'm looking for a new bedside table. My hard limit is $40. <laughs> okay, $90 yeah. for a cake? Oh, hell no. That I'm going to shit out of my body? Yeah. No. No. No, thank you. Uh-uh. Um, <clears throat> I'm always just like I would rather buy booze than dessert, that, but that's just me. Um, Agreed. If because I'm going to spend, yes, you know, of course. It's come on, don't be an idiot. Um, anyways, but this guy basically what he was doing is he was like the delivery guy for this, Lady M for Lady M, which sounds like a very chic like British CIA operative kind of thing, but it's not. It's a stupid cake company. <laughs> so, <laughs> lest you were confused. So anyways, he would go to this warehouse to get these cakes, but he would basically just like take more <laughs> cakes and then also just go when he like wasn't supposed to. Like a pretty sloppy scam job, but he got away with it for what? A couple years or something like that? I think that? it was a year? like month. Yeah, oh, a couple wrong. months. Okay, so not that long. <laughs> Didn't do a great job. But he was basically taking these cakes and then reselling them like on the black market, which is also so f- because it's also to me, I'm like he was going to like Queens and was like, who wants the, the fancy cake? Right. Okay. Right. Twenty five bucks. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like you can't if something it just is a gorgeously misunderstanding the whole concept, which is like it's a brand. It's a like thing. Yeah. You can't just hawk it at like any normal place because they're going to be like, Okay, this weird green <laughs> cake that like nobody's gonna right. fucking want this. It's not the cake. Like people don't want the food; they want the, the lady right. M cake. Right, right, right. It's a funny scam. It's a funny scam, but it's also just like one of those things where if you're like underpaid and like have a fucking whatever job, and you're like, 
Okay, so that's the that's the worth, that's the price of this product. It's at my fingertips. It's yes. cake. I'm just going to fucking sell it. If people want this shit so badly, I'll just take it. Yeah. You know, it makes, to me, I get it. Oh, I completely get it. Because it is like, I just, it's kind of like the perfect scam because it is so simple. Right. It's just like taking this dumb thing that like this truly heinous sounding cake is like this <laughs> signifier of like, not only class in the sense of like you spent a hundred dollars on a cake, but like classy. Like you're like, I'm mm-hmm. getting the, the pistachio you know, crepe. Yeah. And then just going to like dumbass Bay Ridge <laughs> and being like, who wants it for the baby shower? <laughs> and then like giving it to people. It's awesome. I love it. It's very Peter Pan. No, yeah. um, who am yep. I thinking you're, of? No, you're thinking of Robin Hood. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> See, they got green little outfits. Very close. The green hat is what I'm thinking. This hat. <laughs> the hat with a feather. It's also in the Times article, Lady M. The lawsuit claims that Mr. Livingani okay. violated his duty yes. of loyalty. Yes. I, I, I meant to... I specifically remembered that part and I was like, it was like loyalty and another word. It was like, um, uh, honor or like some sort of insane other like loyalty. And yeah, they're like, we honesty and integrity. Yes. How dare you require that of a, a he's the delivery driver. Yeah. yeah. Not a, not an executive. No, not a manager. Takes, they make them in a warehouse, the cakes, and then they take them to the stores around the city. He's the he ferries the cakes, and he needs to have honesty and integrity, brother, and a and a class C driver's license. <laughs> I mean, this is banana. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's also so like grossly typical of places that are just like we expect that. I'm like, why? Why, why? would you expect that? How why? dare you expect that? What are you talking about? Fuck you, pay me. Another classic. Fuck you, pay me. Just the idea that, like, a company, because it outwardly signals, right, like, wealth or class or whatever, that you should then love your job and, like, be indebted to them. No. I mean, look at Whole Foods. They're taking away yep. 2,000 people's health insurance but it's it's a good company and and people are supposed to be like indebted to them no because they're employing them no oh my god fuck that shit so fucking much it's so crazy it's that's why that disgusting. scam is perfect he's just like fuck you i'm taking it's a fucking cake i'm taking it's a cake it. i'm taking it and today it's a cake and today and today and okay and it's like, can you speak up, sir? We can't understand your testimony. <laughs> but like, and that was this, for me, like, reading about the true story of the women who did Hustlers, like, basically what they're talking about, which is a really interesting, like, element of it, is it was these girls who were dancers in these clubs pre-crash and that was like kind of a chic moment yeah. for strip clubs and like titty bars because of like the Sopranos and like, sure. you know, all of that, like the Rat Pack in Hollywood. And then post crash, they were like, guys weren't coming in and dropping a hundred K at the strip club anymore. Right. And like, you didn't have these same, like kind of like classy strip clubs in Manhattan. And so they're like, so we just had to drug these guys run up their credit card bill and then they wouldn't, 
report it to the police because they were like embarrassed. Sure. It's like, it's a, that's a perfect grift too. Um, <laughs> for me, I, for me, for my it money, all adds up. it all adds up. I mean, that's also sure. <laughs> yes. Lillian. <laughs> I'm not wild about it, but I do get it. Yeah. I mean, I don't like that's, that's why women don't report like, cause they get drugged and they've like been in a thing and then they're like, well, why would we believe you if you were getting wasted and you were like right. at a rave or whatever the fuck? Okay. So, anyways, but I also think Wall Street Bros should be drugged at all times. So, I mean, they are. Yeah, in Half their own the time. way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then I was actually goot because I was like, okay, has there any been anything else like written about restaurant scam, like any kind of yeah. other scam stuff. And the only thing I come up with, which was like the funniest narc guides to like how to stop your employees from stealing from you. And I was just like <laughs> dying laughing. Cause I was like, there ain't no way. I no way. Yeah. I don't know for the listeners who don't work in restaurants or for the honest listeners, <laughs> um, stealing from restaurants is a tried and true tradition. Yeah. Whether it's taking one too many shift drinks, whether it's... There's so... Yeah, everything counts as stealing. stealing. So it's like, whatever. Right. Whether it's ordering food and then, oh, that was supposed to be a to-go order and I guess they didn't come to pick it up. I love when they were just like describing all this shit and I was like, ooh. It was like... (laughs) Like the classic underring, right? Yeah, because the only because it's the thing if if people don't track their stocks super accurately, they'll never know. Yeah, because it's like a drink is made from three ounces of alcohol. Yeah, so you just if someone's paying cash, you just don't ring it in. Slip that. I mean, I would never do that. I mean, we would never do this. We found out about it. Yeah, on this (laughs) website, and our jaws are on the floor. (laughs) That people would actually imagine doing such a (laughs) fucking thing. Well, I think it's like, I think, I mean, I also was thinking about like places where I felt there are ways that you can not have your employees steal that much from you. And if you, if you breed resentment, nobody's making money. People are angry. Like it's, that's what's one of the ways that you prevent your employees from stealing with you is being generous with them. Exactly. And it's like when restaurants are like, don't let you order food from the restaurant like you're like oh i just got off like a nine hour shift and they're charging me for food yeah like restaurants provide a family meal whether it's at the beginning of the shift or the end of the shift and then you work for nine hours on your feet moving around it's not enough yeah whatever dumb rice cake they made you (laughs) and then they turn around and charge you for food yeah it sucks it's like that makes you feel bad. Yeah. So then you say, I'm not writing my n- name on that ticket. Yeah. So this is going to come like, up. Hypothetically, one would mm-hmm. feel that way. Co- one could. One could do that. One could. <laughs> one could. Actually, speaking of that exact circumstance, on Friday night, I was closing. I had ordered some food. And my boss, as he was leaving, he was like, I left your check open. I applied the discount to it please pay for it before you close out your whatever register. Yeah. I was like, okay. And I was like, I'll just pay for it. Like I was like, whatever. 
And then I literally walk out to go get my wallet from my bag, find my boss fucking elbow deep in my bag, looking through my bag. I was like, hey, what are you doing? And then he turns around and says to me, oh, sorry, I thought it was, and then named a specific coworker, I thought it was their bag. I was like, why are you looking through bags, buddy? Why would that be a justification? What? And I said, no, 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 that is my bag. And he was like, oh, all right. That is bizarre. No embarrassment. Just like, what? oh, all right, well, have a good night. I was like, okay. That's hideous. I know, it was so weird. Nefarious, I would it was say. Just quite nefarious. We'll delve into that later. We'll delve, yeah, we need to unpack <laughs> literally that bag after <laughs> recording. Um, yeah, I mean... I don't know. It's a tried and true thing. I'm I'm all about the grift. I'm all about the scam. I think it's yeah. depending on who you're it's all about it's like the punching up, punching down. Well, I think that's what the the um magazine, the Times magazine article, which is Bring it on up, bring it on up. It's called The Distinctly American Ethos of the Grifter is about like Ethos. I think you can say it either way. <laughs> okay. Um I'm <laughs> okay. Um, you just looked through my, you just rifled through my bag. Um, <laughs> it's, they were talking about that. It's not a scam, like a grifter to be like, it's a distinctly like lower class or outsider person sure. who runs a scam on upper class people. Like the music man. Like the music man. Because they're like, that doesn't make anyone feel good when it's like Johnson and Johnson lied to people about <laughs> having cancer baby powder yeah. giving you ovarian cancer. We're not like classic grift, baby. Like it's like it has to be Yeah. Anna Delvey making everyone pay yeah. for her to go to God bless our fuck. queen. <laughs> and um there is just something so delightful about it. Yeah, totally. I mean, it can turn like either. Sometimes I'm like, that person is like a fucked up sociopath. And that's like talented Mr. Ripley. Talent- <laughs> Second episode in a row. We're talking about talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> for <New York. laughs> Stuck, Sticks right in there. Those little glasses. I'm about to kill Lily. <laughs> um... <laughs> But so sometimes all of a sudden everyone's like, Lillian, you put on a lot of weight. (laughs) It'd be so weird if you tried to be in my life. Like it wouldn't, it would be terrible for you. I would feel really sorry for you. Um, It's it's not fun. Um, So... Anyways, it's the distinction between, yeah, like a sociopathic, which I mean, a lot of grifters probably are, but yeah, um, if that's not like so obviously part of it, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? I don't know. It's, there's a, there's a, a line in my mind that I, that yeah. I say I'm rooting for this person or damn, that was fucked up. Yeah. But I, you know. I think actually restaurants walk that line really interestingly because to get people like a lady M to me, it is a grift because it's yeah. like. That cake is not like, no. worth nine. Like whatever you define worth as, literally however you define worth, right? That cake is not worth ninety dollars, no. and that is in some ways a scam. Absolutely. I guess it's that. It's the difference between a scam and a grift. Right. Right. The grift is is a lot of fun. You're taking advantage of the rich. A scam. Yeah. You might be ripping some. Right. Off. Right. Right. 
A lot of restaurants, especially any restaurant that's like falls under the marker of like classy or like refined. I'm like scam, 100% scam. <laughs> I mean, there's a certain amount of scamming that goes into every restaurant. I mean, markups, how right. else would you define that? Yeah, I mean, the restaurant has to turn a profit. The only way you turn a profit is from booze and wine. Yes. That is 100% true. I'm essentially responsible for the <laughs> You are. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to charge you $15 for an ounce and a half of booze, and you're going to fucking order four of them. Yeah. Enjoy, amigo. Shayanara. <laughs> <laughs> I have a huge cigar in my mouth. Everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> Lillian pulls a stool behind the bar so she can kick her feet up on it. Everyone's like, what are you doing? I'm wearing like a knitted Mexican blanket and a huge hat. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Squinting all the time. I mean, yeah, you do. I mean, because that is the bargain is like you're paying for the ambiance and you're paying for someone to do it for you. Totally. So it's like ins- you're it's, complicit. You're compl- Yeah, we all agree on this. Yes. This farce. The farce. You know, we're all play acting that this isn't what it is. But also, like, I make, I am physically at yeah. work making syrups to put in. Like, there's a whole fucking, like, it's not nothing. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Why Folks, are you she's laughing? making syrups. <laughs> They're labor intensive, and I did a dumb thing to myself, so yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just, restaurants are a uniquely. I think a unique space for the griff. Totally. You know, like so much of the, like I think, and we've talked about this before kind of often because food is such a sensitive thing. Yeah. That it's like, it becomes central. Like if you read about Caroline Calloway, a lot of people point to the fact that like in her like scam classes, she said she was going to provide salad for people. But then she was like, I'm not, you have to bring your own lunch. And people like, that's proof. She's a scammer. She said there was going to be salad. Right. It's like there's something about food that is so immediately mm. evocative for people, and it makes like restaurants. Like Firefest. Firefest. Sandwiches. Same thing. Yeah. Cheese sandwiches. It's like there's something about that that is particularly like sticks in people's craw. Right. And that also, and then so that's what opens the door. Yeah. Oh my god! I went down a I went down a Carolyn hole the other day. You have to. But it's it's. I really can go deep with stuff because I will waste hours of my fucking life sure. like doing shit like that. Like I guess most of us do, but man, it was too sticky for. I, I, it's too much for me to digest. I was like, I have to do this in very small doses she because is. she's so. It's so many fucking layers of her that I just can't. Like it's hard. I'm obsessed with her, and a friend of mine recently tweeted, "A oh, man." And he was like, I don't get it with the Caroline Calloway thing. And he was like, what, what is like the particular obsession? And I was like, I don't exactly know, but I think she has her, her neuroses are so immediately visible yeah. and they're so relatable. I don't know. It's There's just tough. something. It's tough for me. It, it gives me the straight up heebie-jeebies. There's something about her that is so deeply interesting to me she's a sociopath for sure so but she also had like she definitely like she has these like weird insecurities and all this like 
stuff. I don't know, man. She makes me. Did you see the nude the day yeah, after her? I yeah. did see that. That's not normal. Oh, yeah, we didn't text about that. Anyways, <sighs> you know, I wonder if I'll ever serve Caroline Calloway. She came into one of the restaurants. No, uh, when? Like right after the the whole thing went, the first wave went down. She came into one of the restaurants that I sometimes work at. And like the first one where the classes were canceled, it was the class, like yeah. right after the class thing. And she came in, but I wasn't there. But one of my managers texted me and was like, you would not yeah. believe. <laughs> wow. I know. I was immediately on board with the scam fam. Scam fam. <laughs> I was like, like immediate, like two days in, my manager was already like, I know you'll be excited about this. It's like, just, just like really cool too. I mean, to extend, I'm, I'm also fascinated by, I mean, we've talked about stuff like this, but. Like Tony Robbins, it's all like it's mm, so yeah. fascinating to watch the fucking things fall, like yes. the veils fall and the fucking everything fall, and then you're, and it leaves you. I think that's what makes it so compelling. Is it it when scams and grifts and all this stuff are revealed, it makes you have to really look at yourself. And it's so hard and fucked up and it makes you feel really weird. I think it's also, there's something, it feels so rare to be like, like truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's forced truth. And you're like, like, to have truth. I think that's also to bring it back to restaurants. Why Vanderpump rules people love so much because in season two, the whole arc of season two is that, one character thinks that another two characters have slept together. You're right. Yep. And, and that's the whole arc of season two. And then at the end, it's like, they both are like, yeah, we did. And it's like, especially in a reality show, it's so rare to have the vindication of that moment of like, yes, yeah, you weren't crazy. That happened. Yeah. And it's like, there's something about that, that it's so you're, it's like so rare. Cause you can read true things and yeah. stuff happens to you, but to have like truth like that, like a Greek, no, you it's know? it's monumental. It's crazy. Yeah. You love to see it. You love to see it. <laughs> I am obviously rewatching Vanderpump Rules right now. I know. I should get, I really should I should I should be my winter my winter show. Oh, you're going to love it? Yeah. I mean, we watch the every time I the only time I watch reality television is when you're in close proximity to me, and every time I absolutely love it and then I like don't watch it ever again, but maybe I should just really Dive you in. Know, dive in. Were you watching um, Project Runway on my Hulu? By no. Way? Somebody was. Ooh, I, was like, I don't use your Hulu anymore. The hell? Yeah, not me. Not? Unless Ted's somehow <laughs> his secret. <laughs> Ted is like, ooh, <laughs> the dresses. The lines are all wrong on this one. <laughs> um, Someone's using my Hulu to watch Project Runway. I yeah, cannot imagine. You got to update that P dub. <laughs> yeah. um, great. Well, this was fun. This was a good one. This was a good For me. Felt good for me. Felt good for me, too. Um, great. We're back, baby. Fall um, programming is back. Fall programming's back. We're going to get back on the damn horse. Um, become a patron if you'd like. We're going to record an episode right Today, now. Today, yeah. Um, it's like a fun... The, the Patreon episodes are just us talking about stuff. what... what Yeah, silly Billy times a milli is what we like to say. And I will be killing myself <laughs> on air. <laughs> 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 real life suicide on the next step. Patreon. Real Christine <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. Anyways, 
Um, yeah, please do that if you feel like we deserve it. Um, and uh, write a review, tell a friend, subscribe, pump up those stars. It all helps us to become oh, the, the number dream. one podcast about this bullshit. Yeah. In the charts. In the charts. <laughs> Canadian and Mexico specifically. <laughs> yeah. We're in the Americas that aren't the actual U.S. Yeah. Uh, that's so. kind of what our target audience We're is. We're huge there. Greenland. <laughs> Alaska. Alaska Technically us. is, but, you know. Not really. Basically not. Um, all right. Thanks so much, you guys. <laughs> See ya. Bye.